0: And welcome back to the Constitutionals podcast. I'm your host Chad White. If you didn't know, this is the premier podcast for the website cpluscomedy.com like I just said. It's a website. Go there. Episode 220 of this show. Can you hear me? I have to I now have a full-time job where I have to use this I don't have to use this microphone. <laughs> nor do i have to use a camera but i choose to i want to look good and i want to sound good for this job i want these people to know i'm serious i talk to them ladies uh speaking of that job invite to a meeting oh boy (laughs) 220 um okay, let us <laughs> just uh get cat out of the bag <laughs> was working all we could not do could not pick- could not find stories for the life of me uh anyway so now we're here, but i found I found some stories I think I'd like stories that i know actually two of them were chosen uh I would say maybe uh Monday. and then three were chosen today. No, no, two, two are there's four, and then there's a fifth thing I need to talk about. I don't need to, but I told the people I would, so might as well. <laughs> what else is going on? I got that job Nova is um acting out. She's been very she wants to play all the time and I can't uh and also it's a she's a cat, so when you do play with her, she goes, "Okay, I'm done." <laughs> uh and then, and then she wants to play again like 5 minutes later. She's been acting out. She's been, she's currently asleep on my reusable grocery bags. Oops! She looked up. <laughs> she didn't know what to talk about her. Uh, but she has chewed, I have I have uh, four yearbooks, two from elementary school, one from middle school, and one from high school. And she's been chewing on the elementary school ones because they sit on top of this the stack. And, and uh, they're at the bottom of my bookcase over here. And she pulls them off, and she just starts chewing on the corners and And then I just now have eventually i've moved them to the top of the bookcase, um but she just she chews on things because she's nervous and she needs a friend, and uh you know i could I can only replicate so much, so at some point I will have to get uh another pet to do that okay, but yeah, start a new job. there's a MacBook right behind me that is from the new job uh I, this morning, I sat down. Just playing with it a little bit you know you, you get a piece of technology that you don't even own you know uh you've never messed with before it's a it's a nice macbook pro uh the, with the, the little bar up top they could touch it's the touch bar and it's got it's a core i7 intel not m1 i asked about it and the left speaker doesn't work <laughs> it's a do it's a two you know it's a very expensive laptop and uh, the left speaker doesn't work but it's all good. I, there's something stuck in my throat, and I really want to just. It's not coming out. And I don't know what it is. Remember when Michael Douglas said he got throat cancer from oral sex? This is a clean show. I didn't say any of the bad words. Hey, let's get to this first story. Three minutes in. This comes from IGN, written by Matt Kim. Grand Theft Auto: The Trilogy, the Definitive Edition, officially announced. Now, look, I I do want to mention something, and I think I have been thinking about this for the past year and change, basically the entire pandemic. Um, there was a point where prior to the pandemic, and this is going to get very serious for a second, but there's, <laughs> it's about IGN, and I do, and I really, and I do like IGN. I do think they're the, obviously they're the oldest uh, online video game news. Platform, yeah. <laughs> and they're the biggest, and so I say this with love and grace and care. Uh, the, <laughs> they had, I, I don't know, maybe if if you look at if you looked at all the hosts on their shows, and uh, I should put the microphone in front of my face. If you look at all the hosts on their shows, and and if you looked at the the type of shows they hosted, and the the shows they posted on um, on their YouTube channel, and and on the website and everything, they didn't have a lot of people of color. Uh, representing, you know, IGN as a whole, and and you would have to you'd be hard pressed to find somebody on camera who 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 uh, who represented you know the vast you know uh, variety of gamers that there are. Because yeah, there are a lot of people that play Call of Duty, but I'm sure not all of them are uh, five five white guys with uh, short complex Napoleon complexes who will probably end up taking out of school or something and sorry it's too far and, and 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 so what i'm getting at is ign because of the protest not because of the protest but i think the protest definitely had a large part of it uh pro and i, I don't know if i've mentioned this before because it feels like i, I have because this is the only place i'd mention it because everybody else doesn't care about what i have to say <laughs> except for the six people that subscribe Actually, no, I don't even know who, uh, I don't know how many numbers there are because uh, the Apple changed the way they count subscribers and uh, my podcast distribution platform has no way of, uh, of uh, knowing anymore, knowing the numbers. I just had to turn down, I, I was hearing a clicking no- a noise every so often and I believe it was coming from the iPad so I just had to turn it down. Anyway, <laughs> I'm going to tell you everything I do. So, all that being said, so the, uh, I think it's because of the protests and uh, the killing of uh, people of color, mostly black people, uh, and uh, more in line with uh, Breonna Taylor and George Floyd. I think around that time, IGN started have you know, bringing <laughs> their black employees. Uh, and then, you know, soon after the Asian employees, because of the stuff that was happening in the Asian community. And then basically every other race of employee and, uh to the forefront of their cameras and stuff i i'll be mean, truly i think i th- like that is my theory of what i think uh, believe happened there and uh i believe ryan mccaffrey who heads the xbox section uh very smart guy uh, and he's uh, he's uh very articulate not like that not unlike that last couple of uh, seconds where i couldn't find a word to describe him <laughs> He's very articulate, and I really do like what he has to say. He's a, and he's a very smart writer as well. Uh, he on unlocked the pod. This is when I used to, I don't subscribe to um, video game podcasts anymore. In fact, I have, I have substantially, over the, over the course of the past two years, substantially taken down. I went from 99, I'm down to 39, I think, or 36. 39, 39. Who cares? And, and, uh, and, and the casualty to that was the video game podcast. Which is only all of which they're only four, and they're all from IGN. Anyway, and so he so he brought in a lot of uh, 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 black people to talk about what happened in the world, which is great. I put I think that's a, a wonderful move. Uh, we can we can put down video game discussion for a couple of weeks, and we can bring in uh, uh, you know everybody at IGN has been a, a really forward thinking when there have been. Um, I, God, I don't want to say sexual assault cases. When there, when there's been harassment, the people there have been very vocal about it. When the Afghan refugee stuff, uh, like just, just the the workers there are very vocal, and I really uh, champion that and appreciate that. And that's really that's really great. Uh, but it it was very noticeable last year when suddenly IGN had a bunch of brown people, <laughs> you know. Uh, and and the only reason I noticed that like and I and I and I brought it back up because they had a review I think within the past. Week or so, that a black woman reviewed one of their uh, one of the games that they had that they had up there, and I don't know and I don't remember which one. Um, and I and I will look it up (laughs) if you don't think I will, I will look it up. Let's see. Oh, they put so much crap up, I'm never going to be able to find it, but just know that there is. Uh, that uh, they had a they had a Black woman review a game and I was so surprised and I went whoa <laughs> this is this is this is so strange to me they I didn't know they had uh, uh, people of color that worked there to review games I'm I'm not gonna be able to find it because one they don't even have a uh, a review playlist on YouTube Anyway, black woman reviewed a game. I don't know what game it was. <laughs> I don't remember. I was just so taken taken aback. Oh, I just saw uh, they posted a trailer for my job, uh, specifically my job. I'm not gonna say what it is. <laughs> oh, she reviewed the uh, the Nintendo Switch OLED model. There you go. Yes, he's in a black woman's hands. That's crazy. <laughs> Her name is Taylor Lyles and they had an editor who's an asian man asian man michael Quinn. so that's lovely i didn't know i I'm like it's it's great to see ign uh, come out and have these beautiful people of color nova wants to say hi oh come here little baby say hello to the world they love you <laughs> if you're watching the video you're getting a whole thing if you're not you're wasting your time is that right, baby? Oh, you smell great. You smell like me. All right, go away. So, all that being said, that seven-minute deviance from the main story, uh, they now they have this young woman named Stella Chung. She, she's working in the video section, and uh, Matt Kim is a writer, so it's great to see all these people of color out there. Rockstar Games. <laughs> Again, this was about... Grand Theft Auto the trilogy the definitive edition being announced. <laughs> Rockstar Games uh, announced that there is the that it was there's been leaks for the past like I think a couple of week couple of weeks uh that that they were going to redo or re-release the Grand Theft Auto trilogy. And now it's going to be Grand GTA 3, uh Vice City and San Andreas. Uh two of them are two of the greatest video games of all time. One of them is Definitely one of my favorites, San Andreas, and Vice City is really good. And Auto 3 is uh, their first foray into <laughs> 3D games. And uh, it's going to be released for the PlayStation systems, the Xbox systems, Nintendo Switch, and PC. Why don't we say that? The PlayStation systems, the Xbox systems, Xbox family. Because basically, if it comes out on Series X and S, it's going to be on Xbox One. And it's going to come uh, later this year mobile ports will follow next year there's going to be across the board upgrades with graphical improvements modern gameplay enhancements i mean this is this is very interesting because uh they are also re-releasing doing a complete re-release or maybe it's an update but i hope it's an update not a re-release uh but they're also updating or putting out a new a new uh, gta 5 for ps5 and xbox series x and s that is uh that was widely hated, widely criticized, because I think it's just a graphical enhancement, like which we don't really need, and it looks fine enough. And the game's eight years old; just develop a new one. But GTA Online, people play it like crazy. The remaster, the re, the remasters. <laughs> that is the title, the remasters. That sounds like a very bad. uh Uh, Disney show Disney movie Made for Disney movie uh, Where it's these These kids uh, Their parents You know they have The Descendants Which is about The Descendants of These Fairy tale um, Villains And then the Re-Remasters is uh, is The kids are Descendants of It's just a a Spinoff of Descendants The kids are The um, younger versions Of their parents Who are superheroes I guess I don't know (laughs) work it out disney you can have that there was a story about uh, bob chapek i was going to put up here but i found it to be a little bit too granular and insular for for this show (laughs) Uh, based on all the stories we've had before this isn't the first time they've been re-released they were released the their remakes not remakes basically yeah, basically not remake. They weren't remixed, but they were re-released on mobile before. And then those mobile ports were re-released re-re-released on um PS3, Xbox 360 uh uh and they're not good ports. And if, and I hope that these because they were they were the mobile versions of those games ported to PS3 and Xbox. So they had bad controls and all the bugs were present, and, uh, and so hopefully, I, be- I hope this would alleviate that and just be straight up, you know, uh, if not remasters, but re-releases of the PS2 version versions of those games. So this is just an- anniversary celebrations and stuff like that. There's gonna be achievements. They we already know um, because Rockstar's PC launcher leaked it. There are logos and stuff, and it was rated in South Korea, so we know this is coming. And we knew this was coming, and then Rockstar just uh, formally announced it. So let's move on to that SNL premiere from last week with Owen Wilson. Written by Tony Maglio over at The Wrap, SNL season forty-seven premiere is lowest-rated episode in show's history, and I think I think before we get into the numbers of this, I I believe this comes from after four years of having you know Trump as president, um, and and moving into Biden and everybody just kind of there being a collective sigh, you know that's that's a, a common joke that you've heard the past. Eight months. Um, Almost a year. Nine, not 12 months. But now there's like... Everybody can just kind of, you know, relax a little bit more. You you don't have to worry about... uh, uh, Capital riots. (laughs) Or uh, what else? What else? Uh, 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 All the other bad stuff that happened under Trump. There's so much I couldn't say. (laughs) I couldn't say because this show is a clean show. Anyway. So... So people were watching SNL for uh the now wants to be canceled Dave Chappelle. He wants to be canceled cuz all that stuff he said in his new special, which I have not watched and I probably won't watch cuz I don't watch stand up anymore, but uh, except for that time I saw Mulaney life. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, uh yeah. Anyway, and you know, if you if you watch SNL because you want to see what the host has to say like, "Oh, I can't I can't wait to see. I remember uh, Gail Gail uh, King from CBS Mornings, and and even and one of my very close best friends, uh, not her, but somebody else, another person, who was a friend. Um, they both of them said, "I can't wait to see what Dave Chappelle uh, says this about what Trump did this week." And I just went, "No, that's not what we should be looking forward to." SNL is, I don't look forward to it for uh, topical jokes. There was a TikTok sketch they did with Elon Musk, uh, who was the worst host of the modern era of SNL. I do not like Elon Musk, and and uh, but he has autism. We're supposed to care about him, um, and and in uh, the TikTok, and I and I think that sketch was very funny because it was it was so stupid. The TikTok sketch where all the kids are speaking like millennials or something like that, or not millennials, uh, Gen Xers. Or whoever's below me, Zers, Gen Zers, whatever. I don't. I don't even care anymore. So, Saturday's episode uh, drew a 0.92 rating in the advertiser coveted 18 to 49 demo and 4.9 billion total viewers. That's 50 percent down in the demo and 41 percent from the show's season 46 premiere that Rock hosted. Uh, in comparison, they had Rock had 8.2 five to um viewers <laughs> <A> million viewers <laughs> the simpsons and uh simpsons was the only show during the fall premiere week wait what for what it's worth wilson's 0.92 rating was the second highest number in the key demo for any comedy that aired during the fall wow so the simpsons uh did better So even though SNL did not do well, and The Simpsons did not technically do well either, uh, they still ranked higher than shows like Home Economics and The Goldbergs, which is crazy to hear. Wow. And Bob Hart's Abishola. Uh, All those shows I watch. Every every show I just named, I watch diligently, and I watch it every single week. Wow. Uh, Keegan-Michael Key had similar numbers back in May 15th. That was the previously uh, all-time low. I think people are just, you know, they're just. We don't have to. They don't have to pay attention to SNL anymore. Um, wow, jeez. For uh, for that for that type of stuff. Uh, same thing for Scarlett Johansson for that. And by that type of stuff, I, was, I should have finished. that said it's because I was reading stuff. Uh, f- for that type of stuff is uh, what I mean. Is um, people? I guess people really wanted to see what they had to say about Trump and. Uh, and the things that happened that week, and now it's just kind of not. And now you can see all that stuff online, and that's where a lot of the views come from. And that and that's the thing. Before I get to Scarlett Johansson's, uh, well, sorry, okay. Scarlett Johansson had the previous low record with 4.7 billion. So it was just just kept getting lower and lower. Uh, the week the week prior to Keegan Michael Key hosting. Anyway, uh, and and I I think uh where all that boils down to it. I I forgot what I was gonna say i truly forgot i was gonna say i should have just finished it oh yeah you can watch it online same thing with you know late night shows it doesn't that's why i'm at the i'll give you a little i'll give you a little peek into the kitchen into the cupboard it's 420 blaze it up guys Friday <laughs> I'm such a loser uh there it, was, uh, it is 420 uh, we got about 20 more seconds. Oh, dude! Twenty more seconds for twenty. Uh. Um, but I'll give you a little peek into uh, what I'm gonna do. Usually, I do a big story for the last episode of News Time, the last proper episode News Time for the year. Before I have three weeks of uh nothing, <laughs> three weeks of uh, uh clips and uh, and bloopers and stuff. And it is, and uh, this year's is gonna be about the Nielsen rating system. Which is a very boring topic compared to like the Movie Pass episode I had, and which is I think one of my favorites because I I did a funeral for Movie Pass, and um, uh, and so so this week's is going to be about Nielsen because they basically the broadcast networks and even cablers and just basically everybody's sick of Nielsen and the way they count things and uh, and now with the advent of streaming with the, with uh, bringing on streaming and everything, it's it's tougher to to really gauge uh, how that stuff works. And so uh, companies are thinking of just dropping the Nielsen system entirely or adopting something new along that. uh, It used to be just the Nielsen ratings. That's how you counter your shows. And then now we have we can watch stuff on YouTube. We can watch stuff on streaming after the fact. We can watch stuff on uh, two different platforms. You know, if it's Fox Broadcasting, you can watch it on Tubi and you can watch it on Hulu or you can watch it live. So that's. That's that's three. There's ultimately three ways you can watch a show like The Masked Singer, uh, which I don't know why you would watch any of that. (laughs) So. So uh, it's, you know, we so we used to be Nielsen, you know, ratings by itself. And then and then now people have a prior to, I would say, two or three years ago, it was uh, Nielsen and then live plus three day ratings. So that would be live plus people watching it on D- their DVRs, people watching it on Hulu, um, people watching it like if it was if it had an app like HBO Max or excuse me HBO Now, then watching it three days later on HBO Now, and then that's how you get your ratings. So if it aired on Monday, then by Thursday you'd have a good sense of how many people you actually watched it versus how many people actually watched it live on Monday. Um, uh, and then there's also Twi- like uh, people talking about it on Twitter and Facebook and online in general, and that's how you know that's how you count that as well, which is I think that's just a, a, a very bummy system, and uh, that's a good title, very bummy system. <laughs> I might write that down. Oh god, I just peaked. I gotta turn this thing down, or maybe I should turn myself up because I think that's the problem. I also can't hear myself. I just gotta I gotta get a a, a monitor at some point. Very bummy. Problem? We'll call it twenty-two minutes. <laughs> all right. It's it's tough to be your own producer and actor and screenwriter, <laughs> what? And uh, host and all that. So with that being said, I really don't think that this matters because uh, we're not also not counting the YouTube stuff, and then they're not gonna then you know people watching it a week later. Uh, and then they're, yeah, live plus seven days a thing. And um, once there's a better, it just this this is not going to affect SNL in any way possible. And they, I mean, Owen Wilson's a great person, and uh, it was a very funny episode. That car sketch was so great. Uh, but I mean, this week they have Kim Kardashian, oh, Kim Kardashian West rather. I wonder if she's going to change her name. I think they'll get back together. I, I think they're a good couple. I like them. I like Kim and uh, Kanye. I just think that he. It's not. A, it's not my place. I don't. It doesn't really matter. But I think they're a good couple. Uh, <laughs> hey, being very sincere. <clears throat> so, yeah. This in the long run, this doesn't matter. Uh, and I think NBC will only pay attention because you know when they have people like Kim Kardashian, and then next week they'll have Jason Sudeikis. I think uh, it'll it'll only start mattering. You know, once they have these these big names and they get. Or no they get they get like, you know, two million viewers and no one's talking about them versus now they're getting four to five million viewers and uh everything that's they're still being talked about. And I do like that Lauren Michaels basically said, Hey, stay until season fifty guys. I just need you to stay until season fifty and have and have they can have a big cast list. Like I see like people I see like that's uh, you know, people are talking about that. Um, uh, I, it's fine. A big cast list is great, you know, versus the original eight people that were on that first season where everybody was stretched thin and they were all high on coke. You know, <laughs> or, or, uh, or you know, drinking all the time. Like it's it's you let have a big cast list. Let let these people let 80 or Kate or Cecily or Keenan be gone for uh, one or two weeks Shooting a movie or shooting a show or something, and then let them come back. That, that there's too many good people on that show for for them uh, to be having to be stressed out and work there every and have to have a uh, three sketches or whatever by Tuesday morning. I got I have forty sketches <laughs> this year alone written down. That's not a joke. I write down sketch ideas all the time. I have nothing to do with them. I think they're good ideas. I think maybe 10 of them are usable. Let's move on to uh gadget written by Jay Fingas. Instagram brings, I don't like that last name. Instagram brings is it Fingers? It's F I N G A S. Fingas. Fingas, Fingers. Instagram brings IGTV videos out of their silo and into their regular feed. So this is a uh when I'm I'm not going to talk about Facebook going down. I'm not talking about the hearing. I'm not talking about that stuff. IGTV was not an experiment. it was launched as a competitor to YouTube and I don't and it does not matter what Facebook says in this, they definitely tried to be the next YouTube. Uh, the problem is unless you were famous or you had a lot of followers, your videos topped out at 15 minutes and then you and then you also had to download a different app uh, or you had to point your your video had your essentially your video lived separately like your your Instagram TV video that was over a minute long lived separately from your regular Instagram feed and it was so tough unless your video was over a minute and 1 second then uh no one was really going to see it all the time and i can tell and i know that because a lot of stuff that I post via C plus Comedies Instagram. If the cold open is over a minute long, then um, it's a it's a it's a blessing and a curse because it that means that there's you know some meat to it, and that I can and I have to post a separate um, thumbnail with it, which is great. I like posting a thumbnail with the video, uh, but not everybody's gonna see it. Versus if it's under a minute, then um, more people are gonna see it. So the Facebook brand is merging its long-form IGTV format with the regular uh, videos from your feed, leaving just one format for all Instagram footage. You won't have to distinguish between the two. Uh, We've asked Instagram, Fingers writes, if this will lead to longer videos playing directly in your feed, but there will always be a video tab in Profiles to explore more content. This is just a, a great move all the way around. There is a car alarm. That has been going off uh, on inter- intermittently for the past a- hour. I can really hear it. <laughs> the merger could boost uptake for Instagram video. IGTV demand wasn't uh, what Instagram expected, and this update makes the longer video format more accessible, not to mention less confusing. D- when it, I remember when it launched, I downloaded it immediately, and I thought, okay, this is where I'm going to put some stuff. And it wasn't being adopted as uh, as Quickly as it should have been, and I don't think a lot of people used it, with the exception of famous people, you know. And whenever, whenever somebody who didn't have a blue check mark used it, I always I did not feel compelled to watch their videos. And in fact, I did not feel compelled to watch their videos at all. And this and this could help, you know. Uh, Fingus writes that uh, or Fingus whatever would um, this helps it helps IG compete against, you know, TikTok, who uh, let's face it. If I get a link to a TikTok video, because I don't have the app, if I get a link to a TikTok video and that thing is over 20 seconds long, I'm clicking out because I can't pause it. I can't look at it. I'm sure you can do it on the app. I refuse to download it because I'm an adult. Somebody asked me uh, uh, if I had a TikTok. I went, no, because I'm an adult male. There's only one reason I would have a TikTok. (laughs) Uh, And the reasons I can't talk about here. So... (laughs) so this is this is a better way for it you know people i think youtube is has such a substantial lead that there's there can never ever be a competitor uh, that being said i did say when netflix started streaming this is never going to be a big thing and that is a very true thing i said let's move on james hibbard wrote this over at the hollywood reporter matthew mcconaughey's big risk and opportunity if he runs for texas governor so mcconaughey has been rumored to run for texas governor I be, I don't I don't think it'll be democratic. I think it'll be some type of uh <laughs> middle ground moderate type person. But sources tell the Hollywood Reporter that the actor hasn't been fundraising or gathering a potential staff aside from a few exploratory phone calls. He's 51 and he is from Texas, but I do think that there is and, I, and maybe I'll if he announces a bid at some point, maybe I'll do this uh, for an episode. I thought about this when I when I got this. Um, Matthew McConaughey. Uh, I I think that there is an episode of News Time or an episode of the Constitutionals that I could dig deep on uh, and talk about how how <coughs> excuse me how celebrities have fared in office. There's Reagan. There's like there's three big ones. There's Reagan uh, and there's uh, uh, Schwarzenegger. And, uh, if, if McConaughey wins, I had said three, I, I should have meant, I should have said two, but if McConaughey wins or even runs, then, uh, then that, he would definitely be a good one. And then, and then we have people like, um, uh, Turner was no Turner married to Caitlyn Jenner. Whoof! Jesus has. <laughs> It's like all right. Let me think back. Is a Kardashian? She's a mom of a Kardashian. She was married to her when she was a man previously. Bruce, Caitlyn, boom. That's how I did it, and I I did it by respecting gender roles. <laughs> so and then you know talk about people like Caitlyn Jenner and um, you know even people who like Obama or. Uh, Bill Clinton, who were kind of now adjacent to that world, and uh, this probably, you know, it probably could be an extension of the uh, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle episode of News Time I did last week. Was that last week? Yeah, Jesus. So, July survey by the Texas University of Texas uh, suggested Tyler, University of Texas Tyler, Tyler, Texas, whatever. Suggested forty-four percent of Texas would vote for McConaughey. Uh, in this hypothetical election Versus 35% for the incumbent Abbott 54% believing that the state Was quote on the wrong track When Abbott was compared To Beto O'Rourke the outcome reverses With the governor uh, Abbott Incumbent Republican garnering 42% with O'Rourke's 37% Now uh, he McConaughey I just listened to this interview And uh, quite frankly I fell asleep <laughs> During it but it's not because the interview Was boring it was because I wanted to take A nap Yes, I do have a new job, and I did take a nap today <laughs> in the new york Times podcast uh she he uh, he sat down with Kara Swisher on uh, sway and uh and did talk about how he's quote measuring unquote getting into the race, but also said he's not interested unless he can affect real change oh and also the rock I just thought about the rock the rock said he and uh in Oprah. They both have hinted at doing that. But I think for The Rock, that'd be a little bit further down the line. And uh, I don't think it'll ever happen for Oprah. And who's the young... Cynthia Nixon, the young woman. <laughs> Cynthia Nixon from uh, Sex and City. She's she's into New York stuff, New York politics. So there you go. That's a whole episode. I'll write that down at some point. All right, so... McConaughey, I was correct. He did brand himself as a centrist. He's, he uh, said the exact words. I don't talk politics. I talk people. <laughs> hey, man, that's a good uh, McConaughey. I don't know who this is now. But hey, man. Hey, man, it's me, Chong or Cheech. Nope, I lost it. <laughs> All right, goodbye. <laughs> He should. I. I you know. It, someone with his kind of pool. Uh, it, it, we've seen it before. It's better if they kind of if uh, celebrities stay out of it. It's because they've. It's never been in that. And I guess that that would be the theme of the episode. Of that episode, News timer or the Constitutionals is that they've never really succeeded. Uh, and it's never been. I just dropped something on the ground. Uh, and it's never been. And it's never been like a true. A true good idea. You know, like, Fran Drescher is in charge of SAG right now, and and that's kind of as far as that should be. (laughs) I don't want to see the nanny running for New York State. Because, like, are they using their star power for that? Are they really going to enact some type of change versus if they can just donate their money to the right places and 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 just and talk about their beliefs um for this you know political system like i think you should treat people well i think i think it'd be better if uh if if we uh if we did some environmental stuff like is that that like would that be more successful than than just like selena gomez uh is the co-star in the steve martin um martin short show on hulu only murders in the building and that show was is the most popular show on Hulu because she is the star because her fans are so rabid. So, would, would it not make sense for her? Like, if she, like, even if she just did a, a guest spot in the show, this show would be, you know, the most watched show on Hulu. Versus if she wasn't in the show, then only the people who were already fans of Steve Martin and Martin Short could, like, watch that show. So, I guess what it boils down to is, can will he do better as somebody who uses that YouTube channel that he just opened up, uh, who uses his platform to go out and say, this is how we should do it, and these are the causes we should help, like like Leonardo DiCaprio is he gives money to a bunch of environmental causes, and and so and and he produces movies that documentaries that talk about you know helping the environment. And then if he, if he ran for uh, elected council <laughs> if he ran for neighborhood council would that would that be just as effective? I don't think so. So he has to make a decision soon. The governor uh, candidate see filelation has to file no later than December 13th if McConaughey runs that everybody's I, I all lies are already on Texas for that abortion ban and for all the other dumb crap that comes out of there, uh, with the exception of the Cowboys. Um <laughs> owned by a dumb owner. I'll say it. I do I do want to go to the stadium though. And there's Austin, Texas, I forgot about that. And Arlington, where uh Hank Hill and his family live. <laughs> so we'll see. We'll see. We'll see where that lands for uh, McConaughey, but uh, yeah. And this final bit. This is not an ad. I'm just sharing from my friends uh, who asked me to share this. They asked me to share it in a different way, but I don't write news on the site anymore, and I don't write stuff on the site because I don't see point in doing it, and also it just didn't bring me happiness. <laughs> As you may have heard in the uh, Kyle Kinane interview. Check it out. But my friends over at Shark Party Media asked me to talk about Jen Kirkman's new podcast. Podcast? (laughs) A new podcast? Oh, hello. That's a new podcast. I'm fancy. Jen Kirkman's new podcast, Anxiety Bites. It's over on iHeartRadio. And wherever podcasts can be heard, my friend Jim Kirkman. I, Jim Kirkman. Jen Kirkman. Now, I've, I say friend because I've spoken to her twice, and that means Chris Catherine is my friend as well. <laughs> Jen Kirkman, who's a New York Times bestselling author and podcaster, has had lifelong panic and generalized anxiety disorder, which brought her life lessons, humor, and hope. And now she's going to share those all on this new podcast on iHeartRadio. It debuted It debuted on August, October. <laughs> it debuted October 6th on iHeartRadio, and everywhere podcast can be heard. Said Kirkman, I'm trying to bring attention to normalize and help people by talking about in an honest and even fun way all the types of anxiety, social, political, identity-related, agoraphobia panic attacks and situational anxiety by having conversation with all kinds of experts from neuroscientists and psychiatrists to authors and artists. Uh, Kirkman has had her generalized anxiety disorder, panic disorder, and a former phobia of flying since she was eight years old. None of this was diagnosed. So she didn't get help or even know where to get help until she was 22. Wow. Now, during the uh, pandemic lockdown of 2020, Kirkman sent out anxiety help over email to any fans who asked, teaching relaxation classes on Zoom from the tactics she learned from her own anxiety. She realized in those interactions that her ability to see the sense of humor in having anxiety disorders can actually help people. And then, thus, Anxiety Bites was born. Now, you know Jim Kirkman, she's a very funny person. I like her a lot I dare say one of my favorite comedians that's true so it was great to see her uh, tackle something that's not strictly a comedy podcast and uh, talk about something that's very close to her Anxiety Bites you should definitely subscribe to it it's co-produced by Dylan uh, Fagan and again distributed by iHeart Podcast but you can find it iHeart Podcast Network rather but you can find it anywhere podcasts are that includes amazon spotify apple pocket casts google podcasts stitcher the rest check it out i'm sure it'll be very enlightening and to the least bit charming because that's what she is charm ball all right, thank you for listening. Thank you for checking this out. If you want to see a video version of the show, head to youtube.com slash Comedy where you can see me uh, to, it's, it's sitting in a shirt that I wore for a meeting about 30 minutes prior to this. Also on the youtube.com slash Comedy is our premiere show, News Time, where I take a story and I make it a feature and I talk about it and it's like the daily show except way less funny. This week's episode is about, I just put it out yesterday, Chad. What's it about? Uh, oh my God, don't look it up. Don't look it up. I know what it's about. I, I just did it. Oh my God. Okay, I got to look it up. I'm sorry. This is embarrassing. This is embarrassing. IATSE Strike. I did a, a episode on IATSE Strike. Uh, so definitely check it out. It's, it's very, it's good. The cold open, not but the rest of the episode is <laughs> you want to see uh the show on YouTube. Uh, what else? Oh, you uh, go to cpluscomedy.com where you can see me talk to your favorite comedians, uh, such as Elizabeth Alderfer, who I just put out her interview uh, yesterday and just in time for the premiere of the second season of United States of Al, where she plays Lizzie. And uh, they, if you don't know that show, that show is about an Afghan refugee comes to America to visit his, uh, to live with his um, uh, uh, friend who was also in a war, in the war, and uh, and it's just everybody's dealing with something, uh, you know, close to the war. And uh, they rewrote the first premiere episode, uh, or Getting Back to Civilian Life, and they rewrote the premiere episode this season that just aired last night to talk about the Afghan refugee crisis. Check it out, it's a funny show. I laughed at it. She's also on AP Bio. She plays Lynette, which is Glenn Howerton's, uh character's girlfriend on that show. Very funny show. Uh, check it out on Peacock. United States of Al on CBS. You also you can uh, it's also in the feed. It's literally the episode before this. So check it out, or you just go to the website, the search Elizabeth Alderfer. Uh, and if you want to see a video version of that, that's also on the uh, youtubecom comedy. Instagram, Twitter, at Comedy. Be on Instagram and Twitter at Chad Black White. Like us on Facebook. Uh, rate, review, subscribe to this podcast. Tell your friends about it. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate it, and I love you. Bye bye. Okay. Oh, it's. Not, <laughs> I forgot I turned it down. I forgot I turned down the thing. All right, here we go. Goodbye. I'm leaving forever.